Welcome to the 5 Seconds of Fame podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who loves making people say two nice things about him on his birthday. Brandon Siegel, how you doing? I, I, look, I have such a hatred for Jasmine, I just despise her. Uh, she, she's, like, the perfect personality that would get on my nerves instantaneously, and that's why I've, like, ha- I've, I, we were just talking about him, Trevor, like, five seconds before we started. I just love Turner. Like, everything that he thinks about is exactly what I'd be thinking about. What a, what a weird thing to do, Trevor, to ask people to compliment you twice on your birthday, and she didn't shut up about her birthday, like, I, I, I wish they didn't show any birthday content, but as you know, because we're, you know, we, we do spoilers over here, she talked about her birthday so much. That was a disaster. So, Brandon, you're telling me you also, you don't make a big deal about your birthday? You don't like to remind everyone, hey, guys, it's my birthday. My birthday's tomorrow. Make sure you get me a gift. You don't do that? <laughs> Trevor, you know I don't do that. <laughs> I would never do that. That is a disaster and a half right there. Um, but real quick, before we get into way too much Big Brother here, sadly, we were without the third member of our podcast. Um, some will call him their favorite co-host. I personally would not. He's my least favorite of the three of us. Uh, and, uh, that is, of course, Ben O'Brien. Uh, this is a, it's a little late recording for him. He, he's, a, he's like, a, like a infant child. So, he, he, he can't record, uh, after a two-hour episode at, uh, 11 p.m. on a Thursday night. But that is okay, because we will move on. Um, and we have tons to talk about, Trevor, tons. Well, you know, yeah, we definitely have tons to talk about, but it's very late. Obviously, Ben, we miss you very much, and you are, I'll say, despite what Brandon Some said. Some of us don't. Despite what Brandon said, you're my favorite contributor, so, you know, my favorite co-host. So, uh, we miss you, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see you soon. Hopefully, we get to see, get more of your Big Brother thoughts, uh, because I always love hearing what Ben thinks. Uh, so, maybe maybe he'll text us more of his thoughts here in the next couple of days, I don't know. But yeah, so we, we had a very eventful week, and you know it kind of started with Taylor winning HOH, and you know, Brandon, I expected it to be a very easy week. I thought, all right, Taylor's just gonna put up two of the outsiders, it's gonna be an easy week, No one, there's gonna be no drama, it's gonna be very easy. When boy was I wrong. I mean, it was it was not like that at all. I, I think the episode like undersold how how uh, chaotic this week was because it was very chaotic in ways that it didn't need to be. It just was a lot of debates about like, ooh, should this person be the target or oh, this person did this now they should be the target. And it went back and forth. There were a lot of debates, a lot of arguments. It went on and on before the veto ceremony. Uh, you know, even before the original noms, and it was just crazy. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the week we had. But I'm not complaining, Brandon. I'm not complaining. Are you complaining? No, and I feel like we had potential to have, like, way better episodes. Not that they were bad. Like, I mean, I kind of came in here, Trevor, and I was like, that episode was disappointing. We could have had, like, a lot more in terms of game uh, to be talked about. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I think this week with Taylor could have been so much better for her. And I think she made it way more complicated than it needed to be. Like, way more complicated. And you're right, like, we should have had just an easy week. There's four people in the house that are on the other side that aren't in their alliance. Put up two of them, let's move forward. But you know what, Trevor? It's just not that easy, is it? Yeah, it's, it's not that easy. I don't think it, it really is that easy, especially with these house guests, because they aren't, uh, overall, they're not as good of a players as we had last season. I think we had more more fans last season, more uh, people that really knew what they were doing. So, you know, that's kind of what we get but although i think again i think these weeks have been more entertaining than they were last season last season obviously 
the alliance was so dominant they and they knew the game better that it was just kind of it was very easy and that's what we saw once we got to the jury phase the game started to slow down a little bit it wasn't as entertaining because they they had such a hold on the house they had you know full control so I, that's why this season seemingly I think may have a more interesting uh, post jury phase here but I want to I want to talk about like the decision on the noms here because for me when I was thinking about this from Taylor's perspective I was just like it's easy uh, you have three outs well you have four outsiders including Alyssa so it's you have Terrence Indy Jasmine and Alyssa all you got to do is put two of the four up now you know she didn't want to nominate. Uh, Jasmine, and she also made a promise to the girls in general, which she went back on. Which, quick note there, there's no need to promise people right away that they're safe. It's just unnecessary. You don't need to do it. Um, you know, give yourself some time after you win the comp, you know, a few hours at least before you, you know, think about it. Talk it through with your closest allies before you actually promise safety to people. Taylor didn't do that. Taylor talked to the people that weren't in her alliance first, and she promised some of them safety, which um, I, I think part of it actually was there was a clip a couple weeks before that where she she had promised it to Indy and Alyssa. But nevertheless, you, you can't really do that. It's not the best to promise people safety. Um, but anyway, for me, I thought it's easy. You either you do two of the three, uh, Indy, Terrence, Jasmine, easy. doesn't really matter which one goes home. You know, in theory, they all could potentially have put up Taylor. I think Alyssa is the person that was least threatening to her uh, amongst the outsiders because Kyle potentially could have swayed Alyssa away from the alliance. So I, I don't think targeting Alyssa was ever a good move. I would have, again, I think Indy and Terrence ended up being great noms. But what did you think, Brandon? Uh, what do you think Taylor's noms should have been? So I don't think the noms were bad. It 100% though should have been Jasmine and Indy. Uh, Terrence, I don't think would have that was not gonna be his first target. Would would have been Taylor. <clears throat> Indy and Jasmine, however, would have targeted Taylor if they were put into power. Now I, I find it hard to believe that they would get put into power as they're just not wonderful at competing. Um, and Indy was still a good get out for for Taylor for sure. Uh, but and I know like Taylor's like I really don't want to nominate a black woman and completely understand that. That is more than reasonable. I understand that. However, Jasmine doesn't feel the same way. Jasmine would literally put Taylor on the block. Uh, so in terms of gain move, 100% would have put Jasmine Indy up. Plus Jasmine's, she, I like can't understate how much I just hate her. Like she, she sucks. She's not good at the game. Uh, she's incredibly unlikable. Uh, pretty much everyone. I mean, like, does anyone really like her in the house, Trevor? Uh, I mean, Alyssa, maybe a little bit. Maybe Alyssa, Indy, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Terrence, but... Well, Indy's not in the you house. Know, Indy's no longer in the house, so that's one less person, I guess. But yeah, the house guests don't really like uh, <laughs> Jasmine. In fact, you know, we saw, like, the... We saw the whole Muffagate thing, but, you know, some of the... One of the things they didn't really show on the episode yesterday or today is that apparently Jasmine has, like, a little stash of, like, food, like, snacks, like granola bars and stuff, and I think it's in the storage room. And... I don't know if it was Turner or Joseph. One of them found this stash and they gathered all the food and brought it up to the HOH room. And like four or five of the leftovers just sat in the HOH room eating the food from Jasmine's uh, like stash. It was, it was hilarious. <laughs> I wish they showed that. That'd be amazing. Yeah, it, it was a funny moment. They didn't show that. 
but yeah, I mean, I mean, and we're going to get the ratings later, but yeah, a lot of the people in the house do not like Jasmine. Um, you know, and it's part of the reason why she's, you know, in a lot of danger this upcoming week. Um, but anyway, we, so we have these nominations. It's Indy and Terrence. Um, again, got to the right conclusion. You know, the initial thought process wasn't great. Taylor talking about originally nominating Terrence and Turner didn't make any sense. You know, you don't got to overthink it. You don't got to get cute. Just put up two people that are not in your alliance. It's sometimes it's just really that simple. Um, so not great stuff from Taylor. Um, and Joseph is another player where we saw a lot of uh, overplaying, a lot of just plans where it's like, Joseph, you're getting too cute. It's like it's it shouldn't be this difficult. It's it's simple. Just just stick with the plan. You don't got to get cute. And Joseph throughout the whole week. You know, he's part of this Five Swatter, Five Swatters Alliance, which they, I think, brought into the episode on Sunday, which includes Joseph, Kyle, Alyssa, Andy, and Jasmine. Um, and Joseph really loves kind of playing both sides. He, he, I think he finds a lot of enjoyment out of it. I think Joseph is really enjoying playing Big Brother, to be honest, which is awesome, right? It's, it's always great when you have players that enjoy playing. But Joseph enjoys playing both sides so much that he doesn't realize that some of his allies in the leftovers don't like that he's doing this and they kind of either hint at this they kind of voice this but joseph just continues to talk about how like no guys like this is good for our alliance if i continue to play both sides get the information it's good for our alliance but what he doesn't realize is this is only what's best for him and michael talked about it i think in one of his dr sessions no it's it, joseph it's only best for you really if you're doing this because you know, and I think I might have mentioned this before, but if you're in an alliance and you're like, uh, you're good with that alliance, you're good with Jasmine and Indy. If Jasmine say wins HOH, yeah, you are good with Jasmine, uh, Joseph, but Michael, Brittany, Monty, etc., might not be. So, you know, it, it only benefits Joseph, and obviously, I think that was pretty easy for you know Michael to see there. And I think this is something that if you're Joseph, you got to put yourself in other people's shoes. You got to realize this. So. Not not great from Joseph. Um, he was also pushing a couple other plans. Uh, one of the ones we didn't really see on the episode. At one point, Joseph actually wanted to bring Taylor into the Five Swatters, which I, I think that was just like a quick thought for a couple hours. Um, eventually, he pivoted on that, and he volunteered himself to be put up on the block if the veto was used. Um, now, essentially, I guess the whole reason behind this was kind of to mask, mask the leftovers, I guess. But for me, at this point, Joseph... You have seven of the 11 people left in the game. Seven of the people out of the 11 are in your alliance. What is the, what is the point of playing both sides and having yourself go up, putting yourself in danger um, to mask the leftovers? It just makes no sense. You have seven of the 11. It's about to be seven of the 10. Um, it's, it's just overplaying, and, and Joseph's trying to have fun. He's trying to think of good plans. But, I mean, what do you think about this, Brandon? I mean, it's just, it's just too much, right? I, I really don't think Joseph is a bad player at all, but it was a little sloppy this week. Just a little bit sloppy. Um, and I, you're right, like, he loves playing both sides so much, and I think that he does need to just reevaluate where his standing is in the house. Because the leftovers are breaking up. They're going to break up. It's, it's, it seems like it might even be a bad ending. And hopefully it's, it's uh, late, you know, not sooner, and it's later for Joseph's sake. But when that does happen, he... he is in an interesting position where there's some people that are a little unpleasant with how he is acting. So he he definitely needs to take a step back, look in you know the look in terms of like their eyes, their shoes, 
um, and, and make sure that he is making the right moves, um, or at least perceived right moves by everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. And this and this is just one of the things that really starts to kind of uh, I don't know, tank his game is the is the right phrase, but it does start to hurt Joseph's game here cuz we heard Michael's DR. I think other people kind of share this opinion. I think Brittany kind of agrees. I think they kind of see the same thing. Michael voiced it obviously. Um but yeah, it, it's not really good and it's going to affect his game here. Um I think potentially in the upcoming weeks it could potentially be one of the things that puts a target in his back. So we do have that. Now, that plan ends up not really mattering, obviously, because we get to the veto, and Kyle wins the veto. And after Kyle wins the veto, the plans change. Um, now, Brandon, this this was a veto that had punishments and it had rewards, which I always love these veto comps because it normally causes some sort of drama. And this season... Pretty much like every other, it it did. It it caused drama once again. So um, I wanted to get some of your thoughts on the veto um, and and talk about some you know kind of the drama that occurred here from this veto. Yeah. So I mean, look, I think at this point it's pretty clear Alyssa's really not good at the game. Uh, she's not a good game player, and she's having some trouble. I think. Uh, and she don't get me wrong, it's kind of petty to be like I'm gonna put you up. For taking my trip away. But at the same time, Alyssa, what are you thinking? What is going through your mind taking that? Uh, and it just doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, and it's interesting because you look at Jasmine and Alyssa, neither one of them took veto. They felt so comfortable with a girl that they don't really like and have made fun of often to take prizes, which is just astonishing to me. I just like can't even believe that. that they, and I know like Alyssa at least was told that, you know, she wouldn't be put up. But Taylor was pissed afterwards. Uh, and honestly, even though it is a little petty, like rightfully so, I'd be pretty upset too. You shouldn't take a prize from the HOH on that competition. Uh, so, yeah, rough, rough going for them. It'll be really rough going uh, for Alyssa and Jasmine, honestly, too. Yeah, I mean, for me, like, I, I don't think, it, again, my, again, and Michael, we again, Michael is just the best. He's, he kind of... Essentially, everything he says is like, yeah, I agree, Michael. Um, and he mentioned how this was an emotional decision by Taylor, which I agree. Like, uh, you know, to be mad at someone for taking the London trip, it doesn't make sense. It, it you know, it doesn't. Um, but at the same time with, well, not at the same time, but like from Alyssa's, if we're looking at Alyssa's perspective now, like, does she think she has no chance of winning the game? Because think about the comparison here. You have you have a one in eleven shot of winning a game where the grand prize is seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and you are going to potentially risk that, put your game in jeopardy for a London trip, which is I don't know worth what what like ten thousand dollars. I have no idea five thousand dollars. I don't know. Just the risk reward Whatever of it, it doesn't really make sense to me when you have you're playing a game. I mean, she's a fan of Big Brother. She calls herself a super fan. I, I don't think so. I, I don't think a super fan would ever take a trip Definitely in this situation. Um, after, you know, basically Taylor gives a little hint, like, you, you might not want to take this trip. I might put you up. And she does it anyway. She, apparently, she's a super fan. It just, the risk-reward of this does not make sense from Alyssa's standpoint. I don't know how she thought she was safe, um, especially since Indy is in her alliance, um, the Five Swatters, None of it really made sense to me from Alyssa's perspective, so clearly a bad move. 
Now, the other piece of this, obviously, is the decision, um, which, like, is Kyle going to use the veto to have Alyssa get put up? This is obviously, they make a big deal about this on the episode. Kyle was never using the veto. That was pretty, like, they're in a full-blown showmance. They're in bed every single day. Um, he clearly, he's not using the veto, um, to get Alyssa put up. That's, that's just out of the question. Now, I, what they didn't kind of talk about on the episode is that Brittany originally, I think Taylor was upset. I think she was upset that Alyssa did this, but Brittany kind of brought this up initially to Taylor, like, oh man, Alyssa, you know, taking your London trip, like that wasn't good. Uh, what would you think about that? Like, she's kind of like, again, M Michael talked about it, like fueling the fire, stoking the flames. I think Brittany did a little little bit of that here with Taylor, and I think that maybe helped Taylor, uh, or helped fuel the fire, I guess, for Taylor to get a little more upset about this. Um, obviously, Joseph really wanted this bad. He was pushing it hard. I think Joseph the whole time maybe had it in the back of his mind. Like uh, Joseph's wanted Alyssa out for the last couple weeks now, so I think Joseph was really on board. He was pushing it hard. And you know, for Taylor's game, I already kind of said, I don't think getting on Alyssa is d the best game best decision for a game at all. I think she could still work with Alyssa um, if she wanted to and if Alyssa wanted to and if Kyle was open to it. I don't, again, the, the, a lot of factors here, but in theory, working with Alyssa could be good for Taylor's game, whereas I think the door is shut with an indie. I think the door is shut with the parents. Jasmine, I, I just think the door is more shut with those three than with Alyssa. I think Alyssa might be more open. Now, for Joseph and Monty, I think it's great for them, and I think it's really those are the only people this decision benefits is Joseph and Monty. So for them to push it, it makes sense. However, for them to continue, especially Joseph, especially Joseph Monty kind of laid back a little bit. He kind of did once or twice and then he kind of chilled. He realized like, okay, Kyle's probably not going to do this. Joseph, however, just kept pushing. He just kept going. He just kept arguing. I think Joseph also likes speech and debate. I think he really loves debating. I think he loves kind of laying out points of like why this is best. And he just continued to go at it so much with Kyle um, about why Alyssa should leave. And it's just at some point you got to realize, Joseph, you didn't win the power of veto. Kyle won the power of veto. So if Kyle won the power of veto and you're in an alliance, Kyle has the final say. And that's that's just kind of what it is, you know? Like, I mean, what did you think about this, Brandon? Look, I, I, I don't know. The Kyle situation is so tough because... Kyle's just, he, he's so caught up in Alyssa. It's, like, kind of crazy. Like, if we look back a couple weeks ago, uh, like, week four, or week three, let's go week three. Week three, we all had him as the highest rated person. Week, week four, even, as an average, we had him as the highest rated person. Two weeks go by, and he's, his position has just deteriorated so much. People see through what he's doing. I think he thinks that he's disguising this way better than he actually is, and it's just kind of a disaster. And mm -hmm. this is a perfect example of your showman's just not working. And then on top of this, Trevor, what's even more interesting is he shared almost no information with her. Like she, she's in the dark completely about so much stuff. She just doesn't understand what's going on at all. And it's pretty wild to me that he just doesn't share any information with her at all. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's very important to point out, really. And they don't really hit on this in the episode. But, like, number one, 
Kyle definitely kind of did this to himself here. I mean, him and Alyssa were in bed like Friday through Sunday, like all day, every day. So when he's on the in the DR on tonight's episode saying, how are the leftovers just going to not include me in any of these conversations? Dude, it's because you're in bed with Alyssa all day. That's why you're not included in yeah. these conversations. So, yes, I think it's bad for Joseph to push so hard to get what he wants. Um, however, I think it's also bad for Kyle to to not be in this, these conversations, to not be talking with your alliance, to potentially prevent this situation from coming up in the first place, which he could have potentially done, uh, but he didn't. He didn't. He wasn't active. Uh, he was just sitting in bed with Alyssa um, pretty much all week, and that's not good. I mean, a lot of bad gameplay overall this week. The three biggest ones, Kyle, Joseph, and Taylor, all played bad this week. Uh, that's going to be reflected in my ratings. Um, stock down for all three of them. Um, I'm trying to think of what else we might have missed. Um, yeah, so it's it's really those three players that have not played well. Um, I thought it was funny. You know, I got to give a shout out to Taryn Armstrong, of course. Um, he's great. He's the, you know, he, he knows basically everything there is to know about Big Brother Live Beats. And he had this analogy for Joseph, you know, with Joseph's plan originally wanting to put himself up. And it's kind of like, you know, and, 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 you know, I know you don't, you don't celebrate uh, Christmas really, Brandon, but this is like if Joseph wrote to Santa Claus, I actually want coal. I don't want presents. I want coal. <laughs> and Santa was like, no, Joseph, you've been such a good boy. I'm actually going to give you Alyssa's head on a platter. Alyssa's right here, you know. <laughs> and Joseph was like, oh, this this is not really what I asked for, but thank you, Santa Claus. Thank you very much. And and that's what happened. And, and Alyssa's was available uh, to be taken out. And it just kind of presented was an option presented to Joseph. Um, but I don't know. It's just this week was so weird. A lot of bad gameplay. Um, and that's kind of, you know, what we saw. Now, obviously... You know, Kyle's very intent. Eventually, the leftovers kind of be like, have to be like, uh, well, I guess we'll just have to keep the numbers the same because at the end of the day, Kyle has the veto. Normally in Big Brother, how alliances work is the person that wins the competition basically has the say of the competition. This is how alliances have, have really always worked. It's like, if you win HOH, it's kind of your decision. Like, we could put input, but you have the final say. And if you don't win any competitions, well then, you know, you can't have a say. I mean, this is something that was established yeah. back in, like... I, I know in BB16, this was something that was very established with, like, Derek and Cody. Like, if you win the comps, you have a lot of say. If you don't, you know, it's... And that's something that was carried on in Big Brother 22. Like, Cody won a lot of competitions. Um, you know, Memphis won some competitions. It was established, like, if you don't win competitions, you can't really, you know, put your input. And, like, Nicole, for example, didn't win a lot of competitions that season. So she couldn't really, you know... Uh, get her way every week. So just another interesting thing, uh, you know, I guess with Big Brother in general. Um, but we have that. Kyle does not use the veto. And after that, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, they all kind of agreed. Indy should be the one to go, um, I guess, because she's better at competitions than Terrence, which is, you know, fair enough. I, I would agree. I think Indy's probably better at competitions than Terrence. So Indy's taken out here by a vote of 7-1. to one. Um, you know, she had a pretty long little speech at the end, but that's kind of it for the week. Indy evicted seven to one. Michael threw a sympathy vote, and uh, yeah, uh, Brandon, what, any any thoughts um, on Indy's eviction or kind of how um, we saw this week end? 
Not a lot to talk about. I mean, Indy was not a good player, and I think more so we're just looking forward. We're looking towards this split house, which really, had, I think, has a lot of potential to be actually a good twist. And yes, I said that on this podcast, a good twist. Uh, I, I never thought I'd say it, but it, it, it definitely has potential, Trevor, for sure. Yeah, it could be. You know, and I mean, splitting the house into two sides, I mean, it's very much, we talked about this a little bit like Survivor for sure. Um, I didn't love that they're doing the team captain's pick or, or they're letting the HOHs pick. Obviously, I would have preferred it was random. However, this is the way they're doing it. They're doing a schoolyard pick, so I guess we got to just deal with it. But nevertheless, I do think it's going to be really interesting because you have one side that's going to be inside. The, whoever Michael picks on his team, Michael's side is going to be inside, and then Terrence's side is going to be outside. So. Just from a logistics perspective, that's going to be really interesting. Seeing on the live feeds, like an outs- the outside cameras and then the inside cameras and seeing them have the sleep outside and stuff. I'm just, I'm really interested in that. But then from a game perspective, to see how these teams kind of shake out, I, I think that's also going to be really interesting. Um, I mean, I mean, what do you kind of think about this, Brandon? How, how do you think this is going to play out? And dis- I guess, despite the fact it's a schoolyard pick, do you still think we're going to get like a, a pretty enjoyable week here? Yes, I, I actually really do. Because I, I feel like ultimately a leftover is going to leave. I, I think it'd be, a, it'd be really hard to not have a leftover leave. I think there's potential we might get two leftovers leaving, uh, which would be really, really interesting because uh, that would equalize the playing field a lot, uh, five to three uh, in terms of people in the house. Uh, so I'm super, super interested, you know, what Michael's going to do uh, and what Terrence is going to do. I, I just feel like there's a lot of possibility in this. This is a twist that I really feel like shakes the house up. A lot of these twists just keep stuff the same. They just help major alliances. This hurts a major alliance. So, again, super interested to see what happens here. You know, do Kyle and Alyssa split up? Uh, does Michael put a leftover up and vote them out? Uh, does Terrence understand and get a leftover out? We'll have to wait and see. It's, it's going to be super interesting. I really want to know who is where. I'm hoping feeds are on when we're done with this podcast and we can figure out who is where. Uh, but I'm really, really excited. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I was kind of thinking about this like before we started recording and even just like now as you were talking, thinking about like how this how the teams can play out. And I think my, on Michael's side, I think it could be very straightforward. Because if I'm Michael, I'm playing the middle, and I'm doing so very well. I think Michael did a really good job this week playing the middle. We saw that on the episodes, him and Brittany both. I think for Michael's game, I think his best move is to probably get out Jasmine. So if he's going to do that, his side could be very straightforward. And he could just go, he could pick Jasmine first, and then, you know, if Terrence doesn't pick Brittany, then he could go get Brittany. And he could essentially fill his team out with all leftovers and Jasmine, and then they could just vote out Jasmine, and it, and it could be very straightforward. I'm more interested to see how the Terrence side plays out because there's yeah. so many different combinations here that can make this interesting. Um, just the fact that Terrence has the power, um, and I have no idea what he's going to do. I have no idea who's going to pick first. I don't really know exactly who he's going to target in the past. He's talked about going after the biggest threats, which he named um, as Michael and Monty. Now, Michael's HOH, he can't go after him, but Monty would potentially still be available. So, I don't know. Maybe Terrence picks Monty and he tries to target him. That's something that could happen. Um, But, again, it's going to depend on who those other people in that five are. Um, And, ultimately, they're going to have much more of a say than Terrence is. He's just one person. So, 
I think that side's going to be really interesting to see uh, how it plays out there. Yeah, so... Yeah, no, I'm... I'm yeah, go ahead. I'm super interested to see. Terrence is definitely the more interesting half. Because uh, he's either going to get it or, or really not. Uh, and if he gets it and puts up, like, a Monty and Joseph, that'd be so interesting, I think. Like, how did they fight it out to stay? Yeah, I mean, there, there's just so many possible combinations. I don't know how many... I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a mathematician, so I don't know how many possible combinations of teams there could be. But there's a lot. Uh, there's just a lot of interesting scenarios that could play out here, and we'll have to see. I, I really wish we'd have saw, seen the teams on the episode, but unfortunately, we didn't get that. So we'll have to see how it plays out. Uh, but for now, I think it's about time to get to the uh, the ratings. If you're ready for that, Brandon. Oh yeah, let's do it. Let's start it off. All right. So here we go. We are now down to ten people left. Of course, as we get. Uh, as we reduce the number of house guests, you know, I think we can get through this a little bit quicker maybe every week. So, again, Alyssa is who we're starting with. And uh, Alyssa, I brought down a little bit for this week. I gave Alyssa a three, had her a three and a half last week. Um, again, as her ally, I mean, Indy technically, I guess, was her ally. So, losing an ally hurts her game. Other than that, she's just been doing the same thing. In fact, more of the same. Before it was a little bit of just hanging out in bed with Kyle. Now it's more of that. So it's it's worse. She's doing nothing to dig herself out of this bad position. So her position continues to get worse. Every week that one of her, I guess, allies goes home, it's more and more likely that she can leave. And I think she absolutely could leave this week. So it's a three for Alyssa. What do you think, Brandon? Yeah, Alyssa got bumped on a full point to a three. Uh, her game is completely Kyle at this point. Uh, she's not good at the game. Uh, she's very nice, which I guess helps a little bit. She's definitely not the worst player in the house at all. Uh, quite a few people, well, not quite a few people, but a few people uh, would be below her. But not a lot to say from her. Uh, it's a three. Just to know, Ben also gave her a three this week. So, yeah, not looking great for Alyssa. I, I, she's she, she's on my team, right? Um, Isn't she, on my I, team? she is on my yeah. team. So, not not a great stock in that pick at all. Yeah, not great for Alyssa. Uh, next up, we have a player who I've been very impressed by this week. It's Brittany. Uh, Brittany, I have bumped up once again. I have her at a 6.5 this week, uh, which is going to be one of the highest ratings of the week for me. I think, you know, in the episodes, they really, you know, talked about, talked up Michael, and Michael was in the DR. And Michael did do an amazing job. Michael's absolutely the best player in the house. He's doing an incredible job. But Brittany's getting like a... a like she's not being shown they're not showing some of the things she's doing and i think britney deserved a little bit more credit than what they're showing because britney you know is doing a lot of again him her and michael are kind of working in tandem here they have this strategy where we want to play the middle we want to stoke the fire between the joseph taylor monty side and like this kyle Alyssa side and i guess turner's also kind of in the middle um with them in a different way but um, she's been doing a lot of good things, you know, and she's obviously still has these relationships, uh, like with Taylor, with, uh, well, obviously Michael, but then with Taylor, with Turner, um, she's even been, you know, I guess, uh, improving her relationship with Alyssa. So, you know, she's been talking a lot with Alyssa. Um, they have a good relationship as well. And the fact that Brittany has all of these different, different relationships, I think makes her very safe. I think you can make an argument that this week, I think Brittany might be the least likely person to be evicted. Either her or Turner, I would say, are both very safe. I don't—I mean, again, anyone can be evicted this week because this twist uh, makes it 
available for anyone to be evicted, but Brittany and Turner are probably the two safest people. So because of that, she's in a very good position, um, and I like her playing the middle. I like um, a lot of the strategy that she did. The reason why I can't make her too much higher than this is, again, the, it's back to the win equity point. And in the Big Brother house, perception is reality, and the perception of the other house guests is still that Brittany is not a person that would likely win against a lot of the other people. So because of that, I can't go too high, um, even though I do think strategically she's been very impressive. Uh, so what do you think, Brandon? So Brittany's kind of tough because uh, I, I don't think she's overtly amazing at the game. However, I do think she is solid at the game, and she's so she's very well aligned. She's in the leftover. She's obviously very close to Michael. Michael shares everything with her. So I bumped her up. I didn't bump her up quite as high as you did. I got her at a five and a half, and Ben didn't bump her up at all to a five. I'm interested to hear why he says that, because she definitely had a solid week. She has good relationships, uh, but I, I think you make a good point. The reason I'm not continually moving her up a lot is her win equity is low as long as she's next to Michael. I could see her beating other people. But definitely not Michael, and I don't see any way that she gets there without Michael. So five and a half for me. Uh, she is doing good. It's it's a good score, um, but not a great score from her. Yeah, and I think like again with Ben's rating, again they're not really showing a lot of the things that Brittany's doing. So I think maybe that's part of it. Again, for anyone that doesn't you know follow live feeds, doesn't see you know spoilers, that's probably contributing to it because they're not really showing Brittany on screen that much. Um, she's definitely not on camera a ton. So I think that maybe hurts uh, the perception from the the fans, right? So the, the perception of the house guests isn't great. The perception of the fans, I guess, isn't great either. Um, but next up we have here is Jasmine. Jasmine, a player who isn't liked by fans or house guests, unfortunately. Although, um, you know, she, she does um, help make for some funny moments um, because really Turner making fun of her and Turner laughing at her is where the funny moments come in, which I always enjoy. And honestly, that segment, this episode was maybe the best part of the episode. I mean, I, I really enjoyed, um, this segment of, you know, them with their party hats going around the room and, uh, some of Turner's comments were just hilarious. Um, but as far as Jasmine's game, I don't think I've done it this whole season, Brandon. I don't think I've given this rating yet, but to Jasmine, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna give her a one. Uh, I think it. I think she very much deserves one. And here's why. Again, because I was going through the thought process, like what constitutes a one in the ratings? How do I? How how bad can a person be playing for me to give them a one? And I think Jasmine has earned the one because number one, most of the people in the house do not like her. So therefore, how is she going to? If she somehow gets the final two, how is she going to get five votes to win the game? I just don't see it in any capacity. Like, Alyssa likes her, so okay. I guess Alyssa could potentially be a vote for her if she somehow gets the final two. But again, how do you find five? I can't find five. Now, she's also the number one target this week. I think she's the most likely person to go home this week. In fact, I think... I think um, if I was making a prediction, I think on Michael's side, I think she will be the person evicted. I'll I'll put that prediction out into the universe. We'll see if it comes true. But Jasmine's a one. Uh, she's not a good player. Uh, she's not well liked, and um, people. She's just not fun to live with. People don't like living with her. You know, so it's never good when you're someone that people don't like living with. Uh, but Bryn, uh, what did you give Jasmine? So I was not gonna give her a one. 
And I, I just hate her so much. And seeing you give her one, just I, I was joy-filled. And there was so much joy that came up upon me. I gave her a one as well. Uh, I had a choice between picking her and Terrence. Terrence also has no shot at winning. With, and this is with my last pick I'm referencing our draft. Uh, Terrence has literally zero shot of winning. Uh, and I hated Jasmine's bio and so much. I was like, I just don't think I like this person very much. So I didn't, I didn't pick her. And that seems to have come pretty good. That seems to be pretty solid. She almost might be outlasted by Terrence, which in my opinion is an accomplishment. Um, Jasmine is not a great player. She's not a great person. I don't like her at all. She gets a one for me. Ben gave her a two. Did drop her from a three, but only do a two. I'm interested to hear why, because uh, I can't assume Ben likes her either. But we'll have to wait and see. Well, Ben must be one of the people that makes people go around and say uh, two nice things about him. I think that's the reason. Yes, that might, that is probably why Ben does like his compliments. Ben, quite ben a lot. loves attention. He actually fishes for them quite often. Ben so really loves attention more than any person, maybe in the world, honestly. Yeah, actually, <laughs> he he's probably the most like narcissistic human I've ever met. He just loves talking about himself. Uh, so Ben, when you do inevitably listen to this, I know you're already thinking about yourself, and you're so excited to think about yourself. But you know, I, 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 calm it down, Ben. See, this is why I think he's the least favorite podcast member. Eh, I, I don't know. I think I think if you if you're charismatic, I think narcissism can be a a quality that people actually enjoy. So if you do it well, if you can pull it off, like Dr. Will, for example, and I think Ben can pull it off like that, then people might like you. Jasmine, however, cannot pull it off, so people do not like her. Um, but nevertheless, uh, let's move on to the next house guest we have here, and that is Joseph. Um, you know, I'm giving Joseph a five. Five right in the middle, an average rating, and a big drop-off from last week. I had him at a seven last week. Now, I already kind of mentioned all of the things I didn't like that Joseph did this week. Again, he volunteered to go on the block. I mean, just, just simple enough. You could say it right there. You got to dock him a point just for that alone. Additionally, he kept pushing this plan, kept trying to get a list out. And yes, getting a list out would have been good for his game. However, number one, he didn't make it happen. Alyssa is still there. And also, Kyle now is talking about potentially targeting Joseph as soon as this week. This week. If Kyle has any say in it, he could try to get Joseph out. So Joseph's in some danger, not as safe as he was last week. And um, just my uh, feelings about him as a player have gone down as well. So five for Joseph. What do you think, Brandon? I absolutely love Joseph. He's one of my favorites in the house. Uh, he's my first overall pick, not because I wanted him, because I had to have him, and I still love him. Uh, this was a rough week for Joseph. I brought him down a full point from a 7 to a 6. Uh, so 6 for me. It was rough. He did a ton of stuff he didn't need to do and ruffled a lot of feathers on people he didn't need to ruffle feathers on. Uh, he just did way too much. And it resulted in him having a rougher week. I don't. I really don't think he's going home this week at all. Uh, but I, I, I mean, the possibility is definitely higher than it was last week for sure. So I bumped him down a full point. So 6 for me. Ben also gave him a 6. Uh, so it seems like he's in agreement with me a little bit. All right, yeah, it's the one of the only times he'll probably be in agreement with you. But uh, next up is Kyle. 
Um, Kyle, I also bumped down to a five. So similar to Joseph here, they were both at sevens last week. Now I have them both at fives. Again, Kyle's another person that really kind of started to tank his game. Well, actually, he kind of started it last week a little bit, maybe you could argue. But this week just really just kind of tanked his game. I mean, it wasn't good at all. I already mentioned like, how he was just sitting in bed with Alyssa. I mean, it's just fully taken over his game. He's He's like fully distracted. He's very distracted. He's focused on Alyssa. He was in the episode. They kind of showed the clip where he's like, "Oh, I don't know how to balance like personal, like the game and like you, and I don't know. It's just so difficult." And he's just really struggling. He's distracted. He can't focus on the game, um, and that's really hurting his game. You know, oftentimes when people are on showmances, it helps their game, but. If you get distracted and you only want to be with that person the entire time you're in the house, then it can only hurt you, I would say. So Kyle apparently cannot manage having a showmance in the game. He also doesn't talk game with her. He doesn't want to tell her anything, as you mentioned earlier, Brandon, which is not good at this point. I, I don't even know if it would be the worst idea in the world for uh, Kyle to completely spill uh, the leftovers to Alyssa. I don't think it would be the worst plan in the world because at this point, he doesn't have Joseph. He doesn't have Taylor. Uh, Monty's feeling iffy about him too. At this point, he kind of needs to let in Alyssa on like what's been happening and fully like try to take a shot here at one of Joseph or Monty, I would say, or maybe even Taylor. Um, but he's just... Just, just really, I, the direction he's going in is not good at all. Um, and he could potentially be a target this week. We'll see. It's not super likely, but still possible. Uh, what do you think about Kyle? Kyle, I bumped down a point and a half. Big bump down for me to a five and a half. This was a rough week for Kyle. Uh, Alyssa has always been playing the Kyle game. Kyle, for a long time, was not playing the Alyssa game. He was even giving pushback uh, on wanting to be in the uh, showman. He was doing a really good job. Um, but... Trevor, in the past on The Bachelor, we've talked about emotional intelligence, right? That used to be a big thing a couple years back. You remember that. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Very funny stuff. Uh, Kyle has the emotional intelligence of like a 12-year-old boy. Uh, he's just not set for, for what he's doing in the house at all. He's just not, He doesn't have the ability to do it. Uh, so it's really, really hurting his game a lot. I've owned it out a full point and a half. It's a big, big bump down. I mean, he was, I, we just talked about this. He was in the best position in the house, and it was gifted to him, Trevor. Gifted. On a silver platter, saying, here you go, Kyle. And he kind of threw it away. He really threw it away. He really had an opportunity to play the game and play the game well. And he just threw it away. Big bump down for me. I even debated about going to a five, but I put him to a five and a half. Uh, he's still a capable player. Uh, just... It's not looking good for him. Five and a half for me. Ben gave him a six. I guarantee Ben only gave him a six because uh, Kyle's on his team. I'm sure if he wasn't on his team, Ben would probably give him like a five. So Kyle's on, basically, it's a five from Ben. Kyle's on my team. Oh, one one of the. Oh, Kyle's on Kyle's your on team. my team. Yeah, Ben just has Turner. He has one player left. Meanwhile, uh, uh, humble brag, but I have four players. You know, but anyway. Um. You got four solid. Well, <laughs> you, yeah, you got four solid players I, left. You know, I got a decent shot here. Um, but yeah, I, I think the other important point to mention here is how, you know, we, we saw for the first time tonight on the episode how Kyle, you know, his kind of theory about potentially the people of color working together really just because of the cookout last season. Like, I, I don't really know. This was really a thing that 
I couldn't really wrap my brain around why he came up with this. And this is important to mention for the game because uh, this has hurt his relationship with Monty. I mean, by him, I guess, losing trust in uh, Monty, Joseph, and Taylor, uh, this is kind of hurting his game here. I mean, to assume that uh, the people of color are working together. I mean, do you, Brandon, I mean, <laughs> let us not forget, like, some of the comments that were made up about Taylor by like Indy, Jasmine, I mean maybe Monty at a certain point. Like these people do not like like some of these people do not like each other. So oh, I don't know yeah. why he thinks this. No, it doesn't make any it makes sense. No sense at all. No. And then like look who's on the block. Like I don't know. I just don't yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand Kyle's thinking at all here. It doesn't make any logical sense. Nah. Why he's thinking this and so paranoid about it, but it's a bad look all the way around. Yeah. And it's his bad gameplay. Yeah, just another thing that hurts his game. Uh, so next up we have here is a player who's playing very, very well. That is Michael. Um, and Michael, I'm going to give by far the highest rating of the week. I'm giving Michael an 8. Uh, it's the highest rating of the season. I gave him a 7 last week. Uh, he deserves an 8 this week. And, you know, the, I was watching the episode, and I thought about going even higher, Brandon. I was like 8.5. I, I also maybe. did. I don't know. But I didn't... I almost went 8-5. Yeah, I, I, I had an 8 prepared before the episode started. I watched the episode, and I was, like, debating it because of, of how well, like, just listening to his DRs, I was like, man, like, he, just, like, everything... He has such great Yeah, moves. like, all of his reads, the strategy, how he's talking through it, it all makes so much sense. Um, and he has now won another HOH, which, again... I don't know um, how that's... Again, it hasn't been him yet, so maybe it won't. Again, we've had other players that have run through and they've won a bunch of competitions. It hasn't bit them. I mean, we saw a couple seasons ago, Cody won a bunch of competitions. Didn't come back on him. Now, he was in a more dominant position. He he had everyone kind of, I guess, you know, trusting him the most. Michael's, in, Michael's not in that good of a position at all, really, but Michael still is, you know, in his own right, in a very good position. He's kind of situated now at this point in between these seemingly two sides that um, you have like the, I'll, I'll just call it like the Joseph and the Kyle side because Joseph and Kyle are kind of the two most vocal people, I guess, um, who kind of want to target each other very soon, it seems like. And as I already kind of talked about, Michael's kind of stoking the fire. Him and Brittany both are doing so, um, and they're doing a pretty good job, and they haven't gotten caught. There was kind of a, an opening here where... Um, and I think Taylor actually did question them about it, about because basically what Michael and Brittany were doing was they were going to Kyle and they were backing him like, yes, we want to keep Alyssa. And meanwhile, in conversations with like Taylor and Joseph, they're like, oh, you're so right. Like we, yeah, we should, well, not, not that they were like outwardly like passionate about it, but like, yeah, like we, we think we agree. We think Alyssa probably should go. Um, and it's because they were doing that kind of telling each side what they wanted to hear now there was a potential for them to get caught. However, the, both these sides don't care. Like, Taylor still really trusts Michael and Brittany, and Kyle still really trusts them. I mean, Kyle went and told, we saw the conversation on the episode, Kyle told them about the pound. He didn't name the alliance, but he said, think about the four people that were, um, those four people were initially um, part of the leftovers, which were him, Turner, Monty, and Joseph. So, I mean, he's kind of giving his game away to them. Clearly, he trusts them still. So, they're both in a really good position, and and Michael has the win equity to go behind it. So, him and Brittany both in great positions. Michael has six comp wins. Uh, people think he 
I mean, basically, you've had Daniel give a speech about how Michael's going to win the game. So people will absolutely vote for Michael if he's in the final two. And based on his position right now, I think he could absolutely get there. So what do you think about uh, Michael, Brandon? I said this before the podcast. I think Michael is one of the better modern Big Brother players we've had in a long time. He is a fabulous game player and on multiple levels. Socially, I was so worried about him, and I was dead wrong. He is really, really great socially and able to to uh, build relationships and talk to people in the correct ways. It's really phenomenal. His strategic game is probably the best part of his game. And, and that's it. He has six competition wins in six weeks. I guess this is technically the seventh week. Basically, in just the start of seven weeks, he has six competition wins. And his strategic game is by far his best part of his game. He is so good at reading the house and taking that information and using it correctly. It is astonishing how good he is at that. And then, of course, he's actually a great physical player. We have had six competition wins. In six weeks. That's crazy. Just insane. Michael is by far heads, head over shoulders better than everyone. Did I say that analogy right? Is it head over shoulders? Head, head and shoulders above. Head and shoulders. Head and shoulders like the shampoo. <laughs> head and shoulders better than everyone in this game. He is a phenomenal player. I absolutely love Michael. He gets an eight for me. And I thought about going eight and a half. I really did. He, he has the best shot at winning this game for sure. He's now wins this HOH, which I think was I think he should have won. I think this was a big HOH. To oh, win with the tw- because yeah. then you guarantee you and Brittany's safety, knowing you're a big target. I, I really think this was a strong week to 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 win. Um, I love Michael. It's an eight for me. Ben also gave him an eight. Yeah, I mean absolutely. With a twist like this, you can't take no chances. You absolutely try to win everything. Yeah, no chances. Yeah, absolutely. He should he should go out for the veto too. It's it's just too risky. So um. Yeah, so all good things by Michael for the most part. I, again, I, I can't really find a bad thing to say other than I guess just it, it was a little risky, you know, and I guess there still is a chance that maybe they it could come back on him, but I don't really think it will, to be honest. Um, so next up we have here is Monty. Um, Monty, I gave a slight bump up, actually. I had him in a six last week. I'm giving him a six and a half this week. Now, I think one of the things that is good for Monty is that, um, you know, on, I guess, last week, it seemed like Monty was a big target. It seemed like if Jasmine wins or Indy wins or Alyssa or, you know, one of these people, it seemed like he was going to be, or Terrence, he was going to be the number one target. I think that some of that target has shifted to Joseph in the minds of certain people. Like in the mind of Kyle, if Kyle were to take a shot, Joseph would be the target, not Monty. Um, I think if, well, I, I guess, again, if Alyssa were to take the shot, I think Kyle could probably convince Alyssa to target Joseph or over Monty. So I think because it's almost like because certain other people are playing worse, it seemingly puts Monty in a slightly better position. Um, I also think, you know, while he was pushing the Alyssa thing, he did back off. He didn't go, I don't think he went too hard like Joseph clearly did. Um, and I think maybe to some extent Taylor did a little bit. I don't think Monty really did that. I think he chilled a little bit more. I think he, though he voiced his opinion, I think he tried to hold back a little bit. And he still has that really high win equity, I would say. So because he still has that high win equity, and I think he's still in a pretty good position here, 
I think it was warranted to give him a slight bump up. Um, and just like looking at the overall ratings here, I have Michael in eight, I have Brittany in six and a half, and I have Monty at six and a half. Those are the three highest ratings. So I guess at this point, in my opinion, those are the three people with the best chance to win the game. And, you know, just thinking about that, I think that's probably true based on the fact that um, I think Monty is safer than both Joseph and Kyle. So I, I think that I think it all makes sense, I guess, in my head. But anyway, Brandon, what are your thoughts on Monty? I kept him at a six. Ben did as well. Uh, I still think he's a, a target, but I do agree some of the targets been shifted from him. Um, but not enough where like it's going to be delayed for many, many weeks. I, I couldn't give him quite a bump up just for that reason. I don't think he's done enough to completely shift that target off of him. So I didn't move him too much. Kept him at a six. He's still playing well. And I even agree with you that he, he, he has a decent shot at winning if the right people go you know, in these next couple weeks. Uh, but I kept him at a six for me. All right. So six for you, six for Ben. Um, next up is Taylor. Uh, Taylor had to go down that on as well. Um, I had Taylor at a six last week. I'm giving her four this week. Uh, just not a well run HOH, unfortunately for Taylor. You know, it kind of seemed like in a way that like, like now she has fully had her chance to play the game after the first couple weeks, which were, you know, unfortunate, um, where she was kind of ostracized. She got the HOH. Um, she had her chance, and she didn't really handle it that well. She didn't really have the best ideas. Um, it doesn't really seem like Taylor has a great knowledge about Big Brother. Again, I think that I believe she watched last season, and then she kind of like went back and like maybe binged old season. I don't really remember exactly what she said, but it doesn't seem like she's been watching for a while. So I, it just doesn't seem like her knowledge of like the inner workings of the game is, is as high as obviously like Michael's, for example, or Brittany's. Um, but I think that kind of hurt her and some of her plans didn't make a lot of sense. And again, just like Joseph, she kind of started to push this Alyssa plan too hard when, you know, Kyle had won the veto. Um, I also think just changing the plan multiple times. And again, this isn't all her fault. Um, I think more than anyone, it's maybe Joseph's fault more than anyone else. Um, but, you know, nevertheless, changing plans when you're HOH isn't a thing that really goes over well a lot of the times. Uh, it makes you kind of wishy-washy. And also just, like, looking at, like, the fact that Indy now, I, she kind of angered Indy. Indy's out of the house. If we're thinking about jury, I doubt Indy's ever going to be a vote for her. And if we're going down the line of, like, people she can beat, um, I don't think her win equity is super high either, like, I mean, she could beat a Terrence if she somehow gets there with him. Could she beat a Brittany? Maybe, but I'm not as convinced anymore that she could beat Brittany. I would probably lean Brittany in that one. So just going down the line, I don't think there's a ton of people she could beat, so her win equity is pretty low. Uh, but Brandon, what did you give Taylor? Taylor, I bumped down to a four, one point. Uh, look, she's so sweet. I really, really do like Taylor a lot. She is a pretty awful game player. She's very, very emotional in her decision-making. A lot of her decisions don't even make sense. Uh, they're very, very, like, you know, last-minute decisions and kind of spur of the moment. Uh, and she's just not that good at the game. I don't think she'll get a lot of votes in the end if she does somehow make it, but I don't even see her making it all the way to the end, sadly. Uh, so it's a four for me. Ben also gave her a four, so we're all in unison on this pick. All right, so fours for Taylor all around. Uh, next up, we have Terrence. Uh, Terrence, I'm keeping at the two. Um, Terrence is HOH, which is going to be really interesting to see how he plays this out. I really have no idea what he's going to do. Again, if I'm if I'm like leaning toward my instinct, I mean, last we heard he would target Monty, so maybe that'll still 
stay the same. But again, it just depends on what the teams are, and, and that could manifest in 100-plus different ways. So we'll have to see what the teams are, but he is safe, right? So he can't go home this week. Um, so because he's HOH, uh, I definitely can't give him a one because he's safe, he's HOH, you know. But I don't think I can raise him to a three just because he won HOH because he still hasn't really done anything to change his position. So, you know, even him winning HOH, surviving, getting to final eight, it's just very difficult to see any way that he gets the votes to win. I mean, uh, you know, he's another person in the house that I just don't feel like he really has the respect in order to to get a win, to win a jury vote. I don't really see it. Seems like a stretch. So it's a two for Terrence. Uh, what did you give him, Brandon? Uh, yeah, Terrence is not winning this game. Uh, I give him pretty close to a one, but I decided to give him a two keep him at that two spot. He did win HOH, uh, which is pretty amazing. So he's at least saved one more week. He's gotten way further than I thought he would have already. Um, so, you know, maybe he can make it out a little bit longer, but it's not looking good for him. Ben kept him at a three, uh, so we all kept him exactly where he was. Not much movement for him this week. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, last but not least is Turner. Uh, Turner, I kept to the same rating. I had him last week at six. Um, a lot of a lot of these other players, a lot of movement. Some players going down by a lot. Some players going up by a lot. Turner, he's one of the few players that's just staying the same, staying consistent, and that's because that's the type of player Turner does, or that's the type of player Turner is. I think I said it before, and I'll say it again. Turner just sits back and he chills. You know, uh, you know, he he likes the the saying of like that's fire, man, that's fire. That's what Turner does. He goes around, he tells people, yeah, that's fire, and he also you know goes in the dr and he makes fun of Jasmine. So we love that. Um, as far as his game, um, he's very loyal to the pound. So it, as far as like what he wants to do as we get closer to the end game, he's very loyal to the pound. He wants it to be all four of those guys till the end. Now, that's very unlikely that that's going to happen because Kyle does not want that to happen. I don't think Joseph wants that to happen. Monty maybe. Monty, I think, maybe still open to that happening. But I don't think Kyle or Joseph want that to happen at all. Um, and I don't think Turner fully realizes that. I feel like he still is like, no, we can still pull together. Alliance, stay strong. We can get to the end. Uh, but Kyle started, Kyle had a conversation with Turner the other day, kind of dropping hints about like, you know, I, I don't know. It might not be realistic for the pound to ride to the end. And, and Turner just at every turn was like, nah, man, I, I a pound strong. I think the pound can still take it to the end. That was basically, those were basically his responses. Um, basically indicating to Kyle that, okay, um, you know, Turner is not, you know, buying what I'm selling here. Turner wouldn't be willing to, to go after Joseph potentially, which is, you know, some, one of the things that Kyle was trying to get at, but Turner definitely, he's very loyal to the pound. And I don't know in that position, it's interesting. Like, I I think he's very safe right now. He's going to go far, but I don't know. Can he win next to a Monty or a Joseph or Kyle? I think it's going to be pretty tricky. So I would like to see him start making uh, some plans of his own. But right now, because he doesn't really have any, I can't go any higher than a six, I don't think. Uh, But what do you think of Turner? So Turner, I kept it a six as well. Uh, Ben did, uh, I guess, you know, in addition to us. So we all kept him at a six. I I, I like Turner's spot, but he needs to do a little more to get himself uh, some points here on the board and get him in a, a better position to win, really. 
I I love Turner personally. He's so funny. He messes with Jasmine, which is just amazing, uh, in my opinion. I'm glad that he just hates her. Uh, but, I don't know, it's an uphill battle, I think, for Turner. You know, does he have the ability to put himself in a better position, I think is the question. So, for me, it's a it's a 6. Uh, I, I don't know. I think this might be his highest rating we, we get. I don't think it's going to go much higher. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, as I said, Turner's got to do something else. Like, he, he has a lot of good relationships. You know, like, he has a good relationship with Brittany. Uh, obviously he has that final two with Kyle, although I don't think Kyle really is loyal to that at all. I don't, I don't think, I, I think Turner's like Kyle's backup plan. I don't think Kyle's super loyal to him, but Turner does have, you know, some of these good relationships, I guess, you know, even like Alyssa, who, by the way, Turner was one of the few people that kind of backed up Kyle in trying to keep Alyssa, um, which didn't really seem to, I, I don't think anyone was mad at him for that, which was, I don't know, interesting. I guess maybe he didn't voice it nearly as much as Kyle, but yeah, you know, Turner, he, he continues to chill, and we'll see how long he gets to gets to do that in the game. Um, you know, he's, he's entertaining. I would like to see him there for a lot longer, for sure. Of course, well, we have, of course, a, a very exciting week coming up with two evictions, two separate sides of the house. Um, so it's going to be a very, very interesting week coming up here. But I think we'll kind of wrap it up there, Trevor, for today. Uh, sadly, without Ben, hopefully we get him back next Thursday. Um, for the two evictions. Very, very excited. Um, but yeah, I think we'll wrap it up there for today. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. Of course, follow us on Twitter at the small baller. Link is in the description. Uh, additionally, in the description is linked is our Excel sheet that has all the ratings for the entire season, stats, our draft, everything you could possibly need, big brother wise, in terms of information. Um, so go check that out if you guys would like. Um, and, yeah, subscribe to the podcast, leave a five-star review. With that, with that all being said, thank you all so much for listening to today's episode, and we'll see you guys next time.